Hey, welcome. Hope you're ready to learn some English. My name is Brent. This is Speak English with this guy. And today we are going to be learning about hot things. I didn't realize how many things could be described as hot in English till I started designing this lesson. But before, before we get to the lesson, I would like to say hello to a couple people who are joining us on YouTube, Facebook. We're also live on Instagram, but I think the real party will be on YouTube. I think the chat's a little better on YouTube. Mahmood says, I've been watching your lessons a lot this week. Very helpful. Fun to watch. Osama is here. Noriko, she's from Japan. Oh, no. She might ghost me during this lesson, but, but that's okay. Uh, it's late. I know it's late in Japan. This is not the best time for parts of Asia, but it's a really good time for North and South America, Europe. Jamie Watson is here. Um, if she could put on some headphones, she's watching me in another room and it's a little distracting. Hey, that looks like Hindi script. Hope you're doing well. Freddie Wolf is here. Yulia is here. Somebody else named Jamie. Welcome. So yeah, there are 60 people watching on YouTube, 16 on Instagram, but you may want to come over here on YouTube. Speak English with this guy. Turkey is in the house. Danny, big game for France tomorrow. Argentina, let me know in the chat. Who do you have? Argentina, France. All right, let's do it. Before, I need to give a huge shout out to Linda. She dropped in a super chat before we started. I have a little something for her. Linda, she says, Brent, thanks for teaching us this great deal of new words and expressions. Anytime I hear a new but familiar word, I say, oh, I learned that from Brent. Happy Christmas in advance to you and your family. Linda, thank you so much. I hope you and your daughter have very nice holidays over there in Italy. Got a little something for you. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. All right. So I think that means we can start the lesson. I just need to get rid of this. Remember, this is live, so anything could happen. But the idea is that I teach you English. Over the next hour, your English should get better just by listening to me and seeing the words that I say appear on the screen. There will be plenty of time to work on your pronunciation. You might even be able to shadow me if you want to pause. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market can always watch on replay but there are 97 people watching here so 
if you're on Instagram, come on over, join the party. The first slide I have is just a picture of me and there are flames all around me. That is the thumbnail on YouTube. But here we have our first term we can talk about. And that first term is warm. And you might be wondering, what does warm mean? I'm going to change the background so it looks a little bit more warm. Orange and red are colors that might be, might be warm. So if you ever hear warm in English, think of this. Warm is in between cold and hot, but it's definitely closer to hot. Warm, it's usually comfortable. Warm is usually a good thing. For example, you can warm yourself next to a fire. Yes, warm can be a verb. It can be something you do. And it looks like there are 104 people watching. So welcome, 16 on Instagram. Come on over, come on over. How about this? Warm is almost, almost always good. It's snowing where I live right now. And if you look at that family near the fire, a word in English to describe that picture is cozy. They don't seem too hot. They seem comfortable. The mom is smiling. Got a Christmas tree in the background. That looks really cozy. But there is one time a parent might not like for their child to be warm. And that is when we talk about a fever. So a fever happens when you are sick and your body gets a little too warm. Yeah. So if you look down at the bottom, I have a couple sentences. Feel free to practice your shadowing, practice your pronunciation as I read it. I think I will do a pretty good job reading, seeing English is my first language. Wish me luck. A parent might say to a child, you feel warm if they think they are sick and have a fever. All right fever. And if you look at that thing in the picture, and if you're listening on the podcast, I'm sorry you can't see it. But if you think you might be sick and you have a fever, you can use something called a thermometer. That's how you pronounce that. Thermometer. Thermometer. And in that word, there is a word part, therm. We are going to talk about that in a minute. But here is the sentence. A thermometer takes a person's temperature to see if they are running a fever. So a parent might say, ooh, you feel warm, meaning you might have a fever. You might be getting sick. And just know, anytime in English you see therm, T-H-E-R-M, and you don't know that word, think it might have something to do with heat. Because in English, we get a lot of our words from the Latin and Greek languages. So therm sometimes, almost always, has something to do with heat. 
So before we go any further, I think it is important. A good teacher should watch out for their students. Let me check the chat. Make sure there are no questions. Make sure I'm not going too quickly. Make sure I'm not going too slowly. And often there are great comments in the chat that help me teach. Chili. Chili is in the house. Welcome, Freddie. Freddie Wolf. He's from France. He says, I wish it would be warm at the moment, but it's wintertime right now. So many months to wait before spring. That is true. Right now, if you look on Instagram, my Instagram, I think it's speak English with this guy. I did post some pictures of what is going on outside of my house right now. Snow, lots of snow. Actually, on YouTube, if you go to my stories, you can see lots of snow here. Yeah. And you may be wondering, Brent, why did you do a lesson about hot things during the winter? Well, guess what? Our friends in Argentina and Brazil and Chile, I will mention them a little later. It's getting hot there. It is getting hot there. Harry, welcome. Cool. We maybe we might have to do cool things soon. But Harry says cool is also between cold and hot. Yes. So we got cold, cool, warm, hot. Kind of in that order from coldest to hottest. Cold, cool, warm, hot. All right, where in the States am I? I am located in the state of Maine. It is a little bit north of Boston, if you know the city of Boston. All right, Osama is wondering, if I have a fever, can I ask, do I feel hot? Yes, yes. We will sometimes say that too, if you have a fever. Ooh, you feel hot. You feel like you are burning up. So that is not one of the terms I heard, I have for hot things. There are so many, but that is a bonus one, burning up. You can say that about a fever or you can say that about a room. Man, it's burning up in here. I'm really sweating. We'll talk about sweating soon. Thailand is in the house. Thailand is here again. I have a good friend from Thailand named Adi. Adi the Thai. I'm not sure if he is here. Thermometer. Thermometer is how you pronounce that. Thermometer. Thermometer. Mortania. Mortania is in the house. All right. Vietnam. Well, I thought this wasn't a good time for parts of Asia. But it sounds like there are plenty of people here from Asia. Yeah. So maybe you are night owls. It is a Saturday night. Noriko, she's a channel member. If you would like to become a channel member for more English, there is a link in the chat. If a person is nice and warm because they are in the cozy bed or something, should we say you are toasty instead of you feel warm? Noriko, I am so glad 
you mentioned that. I think toast and toasty are our next two terms. Hey, real quick shout out to Cecilia. She has been with the channel for a long time. If you are looking for private tutoring in the description is a link to her info. It's towards the top. Yes, American English is the best, isn't it? I mean, Americans invented the language, didn't we? That's why it's called English. Uh, maybe it was the English who invented it, but uh, I think we do a pretty good job here in the United States. Do you take questions on Facebook? Of course I do. Can you pronounce worn and warm? Good question. All right, so warm is what we are talking about today. It's almost hot. But if you warn somebody, that means you don't want them to do something. I'm going to warn you one more time, mister. Don't jump on the bed. I don't know. Just sounded right. Warn, warm. Warn, warm. And there's another spelling for worn. Like, I should have worn a jacket because it's so cold. That one is spelled with an O. Don't you love English? Fix and drive, man. It's been a while. Hope you're doing well. The Philippines is in the house. World Cup semifinal today. Oh, I will be watching. Who do we want to win? Croatia or Morocco? I got to go Morocco. I'm sorry. I got to go Morocco. All right. Uh, let's get back. There are so many, so many in the chat. Sophia, I hope you're doing well. But I, hey, how may I improve my English skill? Mister, you have come to the right place. Sit here with me for an hour. Your English listening skills will improve. I promise. They won't get worse. All right, let's get back to the lesson. Noriko earlier mentioned toast and toasty. I think that's where we will go next. We just finished with fever and look at that. We now have toasty. I think most people like to be toasty. When I hear the word toasty, I do think of sitting next to a fire. You are nice and warm in a good way. I think I might have a sentence or two for you with toasty. Here we go. Toasty is another way to say warm. Yeah, it's always good. I can't think of a way when you would use toasty in a bad way. Oh. Yeah, even if it was too hot in the room, you wouldn't say it's toasty in here. I think most people would think of toasty as being good. But something so different is toast. It's not really the same. Just in case you didn't notice, there is a picture of toast. And I have a sentence for you. Some Americans enjoy having toast in the morning for breakfast. So toast can be a noun. 
in that picture, there is a piece of toast. Now, to turn that bread into toast, you toast it. So toast can actually be a verb, something you do. And it can be an adjective. Just add an, a Y and it will describe those nouns. Toasty. I feel toasty. But you wouldn't say your toast is toasty. That just doesn't make sense. Hello, everybody on Instagram. There are 13 of you on Instagram, but 105 on YouTube. Come follow us on YouTube. The next one. Oven. That can be hot. An oven can be hot. And when I was younger, I confused the words oven and stove. So in the next two slides, we will talk about how oven and stove are different. So an oven is a good place to bake a cake. If you are watching here on YouTube, you can see a picture of an oven. So think of a cake, think of the way you would make that cake, the way you would warm that cake up, the way you would bake that cake, you would bake it in an oven. But if you needed to boil water, you wouldn't stick it in an oven. English phrasal verb. No, you would use a stove or you might hear stove top. So to boil water, we'll talk about what boiling is in a minute. You would use a stove or a stove top. And the stove in that picture has five burners. That's what we call the place where you would put your pot to warm it up or to heat it up, a couple English phrasal verbs there. So five burners, two on the left side, one in the middle, and two on the right side. What about this? Boiling water. When water or any kind of liquid is boiling, it is really hot and has bubbles and steam. So there is a pitcher of some boiling water. And guess what? Boiling water is definitely, definitely hot. What do you say we check the chat? Maybe some things going on in there. People may have questions. Amina, hope you're doing well from Canada. Whoa, Yanirbert, hold on to that question. They ask, how do you say when a food is hot related to temperature? We are going to talk about both ways because sometimes we talk about when food is hot as in it will burn your mouth. The temperature is hot, but sometimes we say the same thing when it's spicy. Uh-oh, here you go. Harry, he's a channel member. Brent, can you pronounce oven and often? Yeah, the T is a little silent, but notice how I said it. Oven, often. 
Yeah, it's almost like a D often, but there is a sound there. Oven, often. Oven, often. No, that's funny. I like that. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I say your name correctly. An eight? An eight? Brent is the face of American English accent. That was funny. That came up in a couple comments yesterday after that video with the face of something. The face of something. So is Bob the Canadian the face of Canadian English? I hope so. I like that guy. All right. Molly Molly's here. Hope you're doing well. I think I covered everything in the chat. If not, please leave it again. Mahesh says, thanks for this class. I was always thinking of improving and listening and talking in American English. That's great. Thinking and listening in American English will definitely help you improve your English. All right. Back Osama. We use the stove to cook or boil something. We use the oven to bake something. Well said. Well said. All right. Let's get back to it. Thank you, Cash. Thank you so much. Boiling water is the last thing we talked about. So the next thing we need to talk about is steam. So boiling water will have steam coming off it. And steam and smoke looks looks very close. All right? So steamy is the adjective we might use. If something is steaming, that's the verb. But if something is hot and you want to find another way to say it's hot, you could say it's steamy. Another thing that could be steamy is the room after you take a shower. So if you take a shower with warm water, we don't want that water to be hot. You might steam up the room. You might put a lot of steam in the room after you take your shower. But you might describe a hot day as steamy. Another way to describe a hot day is steamy. Today was not a steamy day. It actually snowed where I live. Hopefully that helped you there. If you would like to practice reading those sentences one more time, I'll do it. Another way to describe a hot day is steamy. Today was not a steamy day. It actually snowed where I live. Hope that helps. But look at this picture here. You have a cup of coffee. At least that's what it looks like to me. It could be tea. That cup of coffee is steaming. I mean, you can tell it's hot. Steam and smoke look almost the same. Smoke might be a little more gray. Steam might be a little more white. But they both look very similar. They look almost the same. And you see that picture? over there on the right. That is an iron. Let's talk about pronouncing that word, iron. That iron is also steaming. And if you look at the screen, 
I have it written out for you. Like I, me, I, or I earn. So like money. Hopefully, if you have a job, you earn money. So if you can say earn and you can say I, you can say iron. It's a hard word. Even native English speakers have trouble saying iron. But you can iron your clothes with an iron. Oh, goodness. I just said another word that's hard to pronounce for English learners. Clothes. Not easy for native English speakers either. Clothes. It's almost like a Z sound at the end. Instagram, hope you're doing well over there. Come join us on YouTube. You can see the pictures, but I'm happy you're here. Steaming was the last one. So now we're going to talk about how food can be hot in two different ways. So if your food is hot because of the temperature, maybe it just came out of the oven, you might want to blow on your food to cool it off. And there is a, another English phrasal verb for you. If your food is hot, you could blow on your food to cool it off. English phrasal verb there. So if your food comes straight out of the oven and you try to eat it, there's a good chance you are going to burn your mouth. One of the things that was hard to learn for me when I was a kid was waiting for my pizza to cool off. I love pizza. Still to this day, I love pizza. But when the pizza was ready, it usually came straight from the oven and I would try to eat it and I always burned my mouth. I never waited for that pizza to cool off. So the cheese would stick to the top of my mouth. We also call that the roof of your mouth. Roof of your mouth. That might be difficult to say. But yeah, pizza is one of those foods you want to wait a little while. You want to blow on your pizza before you eat it because it's usually really hot when it comes straight out of the oven. Now, we got something else though. Spicy food. This is food that is made with peppers. So your food might have come out of the oven an hour ago. But if it's spicy, it's still going to be hot in a different way. It might burn your mouth in a different way. And there are some cultures around the world that really like spicy food. So my question for you is right here. Please let us know in the chat. Do you like spicy food? Do you like spicy food? And I would love to read your answers. This will give you a chance to practice your writing. You might say, I like spicy food. Spicy food like? And then you can give us an example of the food you like. I will go first. I like mildly spicy food. 
I like mildly spicy food. Food that's not too spicy. It still has flavor, but it has a little kick. We might use that term if food is just a little spicy. It has a little kick. So I do like a little spice in my food sometimes. Not all the time. Let's see. Who in the chat likes spicy food? Well, while we are waiting for that, we got a new member. It's my friend, Olgay. It says he is a new member, but I know he's been a member for a long time. He is from Turkey. Olgay, I would like to welcome you back. If you are a channel member who is a gold member, you can join us on Volley. We can send videos back and forth. Join the Discord if you're a silver member. If you are a bronze member, there are over a hundred bonus English videos. There's a chat. There's a link right at the top of the chat. Got a little something for you, Olga. Welcome back. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, Olga. Thank you so much. I just took a, a sip of water while that was playing. My throat was getting a little dry. Let's see who in the chat likes spicy food. All right. Koala likes it. Yeah. Thonakin makes my lips burn when I eat spicy food. I like that feeling a little bit, just a little bit. I don't mind that tingle. We might describe it as a tingle. That little, I don't like a lot of burn though. I like a little tingle. Audie, Audie is wondering what kind of uh, member is he? He's a gold member. Audie and I send videos back and forth a few times a week. He is a gold member. All right, Noriko. I love spicy food, which means Thai food. Audie, I love Thai food. My birthday was about a month ago. And in my family, if it's your birthday, you get a birthday dinner. You can order whatever you want. Nothing too expensive, but we don't have any really expensive restaurants in my town. And I'm deciding I might have my birthday dinner today. And it might be Indian food or it might be Thai. Both with a little spice. In the United States, our Thai food can come with no spice, one star, two star, all the way up to five star. Five star being the spiciest. I'm a one star guy, if anything. Sometimes I will get no spice. Sometimes I will get one star, but that's it. That's it. Yin Yin likes the spicy food. Oh, Osama and Mortania likes the spicy food. Okay. So if you're Thai, maybe you always like spicy food. I don't know. I bet there are some people in Thailand who don't. I don't know. I like to read this though. I am a great man. Thank you, Ibrahim. I appreciate that. You are a great man. Oh, is that true? 
Okay. Went to high. Doctors don't like spicy food. All right. Haiti is in the house. Welcome. All right. Devellian. Well, I don't do private lessons. Uh, Devellian is wondering if I do private lessons. I do not do that, but I am working with a company right now. I should have more details next week on how you can practice your speaking. That is one of the most difficult things to do, right? Listening, reading. This lesson is full of listening and reading. But when it comes to speaking, I think I found a great deal for everyone who watches this channel. Next week, I should be able to let you know. It does cost money. That is one of the things. Speaking to somebody, it always costs money. All right. You just mentioned the word hot. There are many ways to use it. Yeah. One way that I haven't mentioned and I don't mention in this lesson is if you think somebody is attractive, maybe a movie star, maybe somebody you want to date, maybe your husband or your wife, you can say, whoa, they are hot. And you're probably not talking about their body temperature. They probably don't have a fever. If you say it like that, whoa, they're hot. They're hot. Probably means you find them attractive. You think they look good. They are pleasing to the eye. Have I ever tried Nepali food? No, I haven't. But I was talking to someone earlier this morning on Facebook from Nepal. I said, that is on my bucket list to go to Nepal. Why? I want to try the food. I think it's a beautiful country, lots of mountains. And from what I've seen. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Just reading a comment here. <laughs> the, uh, the people seem wonderful in nepal whoa 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 it's a family channel hang on yeah she is hot baby whoa easy now easy now all right on that note maybe we should get back to the lesson on hope you're doing well where where's the lesson maybe i shouldn't have mentioned the hot people where are we spicy food we were talking about some people chimed in saying they like spicy food. Where were we? Hot sauce. So if you do like spicy food, you might want to put hot sauce on a lot of your food. I like putting hot sauce, excuse me, on my chicken. I like putting hot sauce on my eggs even. Hot sauce on eggs. It's, it's pretty good. I bet a lot of people like it too. But if you have really spicy food, fiery is another way 
you could describe that food. If something is really hot, you could call it fiery. Really, really hot though. Really, really hot. We also use fiery in a couple different ways. Earlier in the lesson, I said the colors of orange and red are like fire. The adjective you can use is fiery. So how about this sentence here? In the spring, the flowers bloom with nice fiery reds and oranges. I will read that one more time if you want to practice your shadowing. I think it's a tough sentence. In the spring, the flowers bloom with nice fiery reds and oranges. Practice saying that. If you want to pause, practice saying that. It's a good way to practice your speaking. You're not speaking to anybody, but you can practice it. You can also record yourself and listen to it. In the spring, the flowers bloom with nice fiery reds and oranges. How about this? This one is not so nice. The plane landed in a fiery crash. And if you look at the picture, that looks like it might be a fiery crash. Just uh, anyone watching on Instagram, you may want to come over to YouTube if you want to see that picture could really help you understand what fiery means. So fiery could be good. Fiery could be bad. We might also use it if somebody gets angry. Another way to use hot in English is if somebody gets angry. How about this? She had a fiery temper. She got mad over the smallest things. Almost Every lesson, I have one typo, and there it is. Hopefully, there's only one. Let me fix that. Now it's correct. She had a fiery temper. She got mad over the smallest things. Smallest things. Not easy to say. How about this? I got hot at her because she wouldn't stop texting me. You, when you are angry, you can use hot. I got hot. That means you got angry. English, gotta love it, huh? How many different ways can you use hot? Just checking through the chats. That's a good. That's a good point there, right? Um, right there, Mahmoud. That doesn't look like a fire. That looks more like a fiery explosion. Yeah, even it doesn't matter what language you speak. That picture looks like there might be some gasoline mixed in with that explosion. So yeah, not a good thing. Uh-oh, Cecilia. Yes, I know. I know that uh, some Argentinians might have a bit of a fiery temper. Cecilia says, my Russian friend told me that South Americans are known to be hot. Wait, are we, are we talking temper or are we talking attractive? All right. Um, but I do know that some Argentinians can be angry. Us Yesterday, I said that France would probably win the World Cup. 
I found out the hard way that Argentinians, they can get hot. They can have a temper. Yeah. Quite a few people in the comments roasted me. That is not one of our terms today, but roasted, it's almost like hot. You can warm things up. You can bake things. You can cook things, I should say, and roast them. But I was roasted in the comments. When you are roasted, that means people make fun of you. People don't like what you say. I'm sorry, Argentina. I would like Messi. I would like Messi to get a cup. This might be the last time. All right, we got we got plenty of them. What's another word for fiery? Just wait. We got tons, lots of them. Dubai's in the house. Hope you're doing well. United Arab Emirates. Must be nice. All right, we got some more here. Let me bring this up. We just finished fiery. What about this? Probably everybody knows this, right? A volcano. A volcano. Here is my definition in English. Remember, I am not a science teacher. This is for everyone listening on the podcast because you can't see this picture. If you see this picture, you know what a volcano is. You probably know it in your language. But for anyone just listening, a volcano is a mountain that has an opening and inside is lava. Well, what's lava? That's lava. Lava is the stuff inside the volcano. And I wanted to teach you this verb. Sometimes lava can spew from the volcano. So if you look at that picture we just had, it looks like lava is spewing from the volcano. Did you know that word spew before? Please let me know in the chat. I thought this might be the one word that nobody knows, that I could teach everybody something today. Spew. It is a verb. It's a great verb to know in English. Spew. So lava can spew from the volcano. So anything that is pushed out really quickly, really rapidly, could be called spew. So spew means to push out with great force. And if you look at that picture, there's definitely a volcano in the picture, but there's also a person covering their mouth because they might spew. Spew in English can also mean to vomit. So I thought this would be a new word for everyone. After I ate the bad food, I spewed for hours. Spewed. It's a funny word, but I thought that might be new for everyone. I know during these lessons, there are some people that will know some words I thought spew might be a word nobody knew. Let me know. Did, did anybody know spew? Thank you. Very informative. I'm learning a lot. Thank you, Jomar. Oh, 
ready. This is why I love doing these English lessons live because my earphones are falling off because um, there are little differences that I don't think of. So let's talk about these two verbs that Freddie mentioned. Is spew lava and spit lava the same? I would say no. I would say spew has more force. Spit would be smaller, probably didn't happen as often. For instance, spit can sometimes be used as when the snow is falling, but just a little bit. Sometimes we say, oh, it's spitting snow out. And if it's spitting, it's just a little bit. Right now, I wish I could show you. I can show people on um, Instagram. I No, I can't. I can't move my... Um, but if you check the stories on YouTube or on Instagram, um, I showed. It's, it's not spitting snow. It's actually like snowing heavily outside. I'm not going anywhere today. All right. Oh gosh. Okay. Is it, is it natural to say puke or throw up or vomit for lava? Probably not. If a volcano is spewing lava, I would probably stick to spewing. Yeah. Puking, throwing up, vomit. No. Good question. I just wouldn't use it. I wouldn't use it. Hey, Mega's here. Mega is from India. Welcome. All right. You know what I should do as a thank you to all the channel members, just for a little bit, I am going to switch to members only for about five minutes, five minutes, members only. We're members only. All right. And it looked like uh, Olga there. A gold member. All right, I am going to take a drink. Channel members, get your questions ready if you have any. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right, so yeah, please don't forget, like the video, share this with a friend if they are learning English and you think this lesson could help them. Bangladesh is in the house. Hope you're doing well in Bangladesh. Lots of people in a small area in Bangladesh. All right, what's the next one we have here? Let's get off of spew. Sweat. Excuse me, that is another one. So that's a problem with water. You have to burp after. Um, but if I didn't take the water, then I probably couldn't talk. So sweat is one of those words in English that can be used as a noun. It can be a thing or it can be a verb. It can be something you do. So if you are really hot, you might start to sweat. And again, sweat, just like boiling, it's little bubbles that appear on your skin when you're hot. How about this? I will use sweat as a verb and a noun in these two sentences. It is so hot that I'm sweating. Sweat is pouring from my forehead. 
forehead. We went over forehead a couple of weeks ago. My forehead is covered by this beanie right now. My forehead keeps growing every day. My forehead keeps getting bigger. Unfortunately, I have less and less hair every day. Not fun. How about this? I don't use the past tense of sweat very often. It sounds strange to me, but I do have a sentence with the verb sweat in the past tense. Here it goes. I sweated throughout the entire class. The room was like an oven. There is another typo. The second typo. If anybody can find the typo, leave it in the chat. English teacher, I should know better. I sweated throughout the entire class. The room was like an oven. So if if a room or a car is really hot, you can describe it as an oven. But what I should have here, and I will fix, is that these are actually two different sentences. So I need to have one sentence end with class, and then I need to capitalize the T. Now this is perfect right here. I sweated. Just sounds funny to me. I sweated throughout the entire class. The room was like an oven. Hope that helps. Let's see in the chat here. I'm going to check the chat. Uncle Brent. Uncle Brent, that's a new one, Rodrigo. Can you teach us how to use onto? One day I will, okay? But today we are just going to focus on hot things. Cecilia says, I sweat a lot when I work out. For sure. No, oh my God, you cut your hair. No, I did not cut my hair. Nature is cutting my hair. Nature is making me more bald every day, unfortunately. Yeah, Audie, I've seen it. Audie and Cecilia, both gold members, they work out. They both sweat. Yeah, yeah. I can sweat out easily when I'm running in the morning at my city. Yeah, um, Audie runs a lot. All right, let's go back to everybody chats. Got to find it right here. Where are we? Everybody chats. Subscribers. You know what? Let's go anyone for this last part. Anyone. Maybe some people will troll us. Maybe we will get some trolls in here. It's always fun in the chat when people troll, right? All right. Osama. If you sit in a hot room or run for a long time, you can really sweat badly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, you are welcome for the lesson. I love doing this. I hope you are learning a lot. (laughs) Nature is cutting my hair. No, nature, nature is cruel. Nature is not friendly. But in, in, in English, we say getting old is better than the alternative. So the alternative is the other thing that happens to you if you don't get old. It's not very fun. You die. So getting old is better than the alternative. The alternative is you 
don't live anymore. How about that? All right, 97 people here. Hope everyone's doing well. Instagram, come on over. Party's over here. You can chat with us. All right, the next one. My earphones, uh, they keep falling off my head. So I'm going to take them off. But I hope you can still hear me fine. We just talked about sweating. So the next one we need to talk about is scorch. Scorch. So right there in that picture, it looks like the land has been scorched. Scorched is another way to say burnt or burn. So if you leave a cake in the oven too long, you will burn it. It will be burnt. The past tense of burn doesn't get an ed like most verbs gets a t burnt so that earth right there that piece of land definitely looks scorched looks dry looks like it has seen a lot of sun so right there it says the land in the picture looks scorched how about this next one though still scorched but after a forest fire, you can describe the land as scorched. Yeah. So after something burns, you might describe it as scorched. How about this? Beach sand. Have you ever been on a beach and maybe you forgot to wear your sandals? Well, the bottom of your feet might get burnt. Be careful on that beach sand. Here's a sentence for you. Beach sand can burn the bottom of your feet on a hot summer day. Yeah, not fun. Not very fun. Joseph, hope you're doing well. See you there in the chat. You know what? I think this would be a really good picture to show just a little bit bigger for all of the people who might be living in the winter right now. Freddie from France said it is winter where he lives. Just take a look at that. Nice beach. Oh, I wish I, I wish I was at the beach. Just a couple more. Singe. Singe. That might be a new one. Singe. Let's get a sentence for you. Singe means to burn something just a little bit. You might singe your clothing if you get clo too close to the fire. Let me read that again correctly. Singe means to burn something just a little bit. You might singe your clothing if you get too close to the fire. Now, that person is holding a sparkler in their hand. That's what we call it in the picture, a sparkler. I couldn't find a great picture for singe. So I picked this. That person might singe their hair if that sparkler gets too close. Singe, you just, you just burn it a little bit. It's not fully burnt, just a little bit. Sometimes in the summer, you need to be careful. These are your eyebrows. These are your eyebrows. 
And some people I know have singed their eyebrows when starting a grill in the summer. Be careful. The grill can kind of explode and burn the hair on your face. You might say singed for that. You know, you know what else can burn your hair? Hair dryer. If you leave the hair dryer too close to your hair for a long period of time, you might singe your hair. Singe. Here's a sentence for you. You might singe your hair if you get too close to the hair dryer. Yeah. You need to wave that thing back and forth so you don't singe your hair. Is that a new verb for you? Singe? Singe? Just looking through the chat. I miss summer too, Osama. Right. Chef Ket. Hello, Teacher Brent. I really miss your class. It was very nice to hear your voice, my friend. Thank you so much. That is so kind. And thank you for being a channel member. All right. I hope I didn't miss anything in the chat. Oh, um, Preddy says, yesterday was the day of the ugliest Christmas sweater. Um, at my school this week, we do have four days that we have to go to school. I will be showing up for four days. My students will be showing up for four days. And uh, we do have ugly sweater day. Ugly sweater day. Can't remember which day. I don't own an ugly sweater though. All right. Just checking the chat, making sure I didn't miss anything. The next one, getting close to the end here. The next one is balmy. I'll pronounce that again. The next one is balmy. Balmy. That L is barely pronounced. Balmy. I don't even know if I pronounce the L. Balmy. Balmy. Balmy is another term you can use when the weather is hot. I'm pretty sure it's getting balmy in Argentina and Brazil this time of year. In Chile, someone was in the chat earlier from Chile. But this isn't even the same thing. We have balm in English. You can put on balm when your lips or skin are dry and need moisture. So in that picture, if you use it on your lips, you can call it, call it lip balm. You will hear probably most people in the United States call that lip balm or chapstick. If you put it on your lips and your lips are dry, you can call it chapstick or lip balm. But if you put balm on your skin, we don't call it skin balm. It's just balm. Yeah. Hope that helps. Roasting. Oh, I do have that here. Whoops. I do have roasting here. Roasting. So that is a way you can cook things. You can roast marshmallows on an open fire. You can roast meat in the oven. Roast is another way to say hot things. 
So I'm going to say goodbye to Instagram. Thank you all for joining on Instagram. And I am going to continue just last couple questions here. If anybody has any questions in the chat, then I think we are about to wrap it up. Oh, yes. Good one. Andreas, may I describe a person as warm if they are nice and kind? Yes. So many ways to use hot, warm. But if somebody is friendly, warm is a great way to describe them. The Big Escape says someone could singe their nose hairs. Yeah. When lighting a cigarette. Yeah. More reason not to smoke. Smoking is harmful. But hey, you are here to learn English. You're not here to get smoking advice. Which I would say, don't don't smoke. Yeah, Noriko, can we say balm and moisturizer interchangeably? Ooh, that's a tough one to say. Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, for the lips, it's just different. I would stick to chapstick or lip balm. But yeah, skin moisturizer. I need to put some moisturizer on my skin. Yeah. David says, good job. Mahmood says I'm handsome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Is warm bloody? I mean, friendly. A lot of times when bloody is used, it's British. So for American English, I would say no. Okay. Arone is here from Italy. Yeah, Shevket, singe is a verb. Yes, you can singe your eyebrows if they catch on fire. Well, they don't catch on fire. It's just a quick, a quick puff of gas, I guess. Yeah, I know someone who singed their eyebrows lighting a gas grill one time. All right, I think that is going to do it for us. Cecilia, thank you so much. Uh, Again, Cecilia, her info is in the description. If you want private lessons for speaking, there is information about her. She is a great English teacher. All right, hey, Mahmood, oh no, Bob. I I heard that, Bob. Uh, Learn English with Bob the Canadian. Check out Bob the Canadian. He's a good guy. He gives me a lot of shout outs. I'm sure most people know Bob the Canadian, but no, I have never smoked in my life. Never, never. So many reasons not to smoke. Smells. It's expensive. It can kill you. Do I need to go on? Yeah. Thank you. My speaking is clear. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Look at that, Henry. I'm sorry, Harry. Love to hear it. Handsome. And and look at Harry. You can see his picture right there. That is a handsome man. Harry is handsome too. All right, Osama, you have a good day. I am going to get out of here. Thank you everyone for watching. There are more English lessons, live ones, nice long live lessons. If you want to continue your English learning, We just did sticky things a couple weeks ago. So if you want to learn how to describe sticky things, check that one out. Thank you so much. Adios.
amigos.